Hello, and thanks for listening to JoJo's Bizarre Podcast. My name is Mark, and as I am every week, I am joined by Miles. Hello, Miles. You got an email saying your emoticon was rejected. It's true. We'll we'll go over that in a little bit. Oh, no. But but that's Miles. We're also joined by By Jackie. Jackie. Hello. Hello, Jackie. Uh, We are recording in a different room. So we might sound different. So this might sound a little bit different on our end, but don't worry. We're not trying to pull a fast one on you. We didn't secretly move south of the Mason-Dixon line or something. It's a different room in your house. We've always been in different rooms. We, you and I, yeah. Since <laughs> I moved. Jackie and I have always been in a, one room and Miles, well, one for point. the last two years has yeah. been in a, a, a different state entirely. But this, n- never mind geography. This is a podcast about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, the TV anime specifically, but a little bit of the media franchise overall. We've talked about a lot of different JoJo things. We do not uh, discuss the comic for uh, reasons we we can't go into right now, but uh, we've covered all the TV anime and the straight-to-video stuff, and this week we are still covering JoJo. We didn't change our minds. We didn't pivot to One Piece or some shit. And this week, we are going to be talking about episode 16 of Stone Ocean, The Secret of Guard Westwood, which really should just be called like Fight Club Part 2, but you know, whatever. But before we get into the specific events of episode 16, we need to first check in with the secrets of our listeners. And what I mean by that is we're going to check emails that were sent to jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. You too can send us an email about your thoughts on the week's episodes, even if you watched ahead like a naughty little child. If you know what episode we're going to cover, you can just tell us what you thought, and if it's interesting, we'll read it on the podcast. Let's take a look at what we have. This email is from Kenny, and the subject line is, wait, is Baki a JoJo reference now? Hey guys. Just wanted to share some thoughts about the last two episodes. I'm really happy that Anasui is finally added to the Joe Bro roster. He's a great character with a no-fuck-around attitude and patience short as his skirt. The kind of guy Jonathan Joestar would have thought a villain. I love him. The ship scene in episode 15 is one of the few I remember really well from the manga. I think I just prefer romantic dinner storytelling dio over crazy re muda 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 dio also it tells us that dio knows a lot more about the stands than abdul for example the stand rules that araki seems to forget so easily were just some random observations by joseph and abdul so not really rules okay but we have to talk about the big fight in episode 16 how the hell is jolene so good at fighting she gets attacked and instantly turns into Bruce Lee, crazy stance and all. Does Araki just assume that American teenagers can do martial arts, or is that a side effect of Survivor 2? The guard Jolene fights is just Hanayama from Baki after Speck blows out his checks with explosives. I don't know what that means. <laughs> it should be his cheeks. But that's, I, I'm reading it correctly, right? That says checks. You, you read it correctly, yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. After this is not. This is not that. Uh, you know, Spec did not like. Spec blows out his checks. 
Yeah, Speck asked for so many checks from Hanayama. Speak blew out his cheeks. Speak blew out his checks, that's right. Um, (laughs) The most fighting anime JoJo's will ever get. Also, really great sand design. Diver Down and Planet Waves both really look cool. Kind of old school, like part three JoJo's. And we get treated to two different palette switches. And the second one in episode 16 results in the amazing black slash white slash blue Jolene. I don't care about the green hair, orange hair debate some fans had before the anime released. Give me more sexy goth girlfriend Jolene and I'm happy. Thanks for reading my random notes. Have a great week, guys. Until next time, peace, Kenny. P.S. Horny for a consensual relationship between Anasui and Gothleen. Hmm. Should we name our baby Gothleen? No. <laughs> no, we should not. Okay. Cool. Uh, I don't remember a black, white, and blue Jolene, but now I want to go back and look. I don't remember either. Yeah, I don't remember that either. Because now that I've been playing the fighting game... I do feel like I care about colors because it's annoying when I only have the two colors and one's like all orange or one's all green and I don't like it, you know? Before you didn't see color and now (laughs) you're racist? Well, I think that liking black, white, and blue Jolene means that you love Estonia as those are the colors of their flag, I believe. Okay. If we have any Estonia heads, not necessarily Estonian people, if we have any big Estonia files, write in and tell me if uh, the colors on the flag are white, blue, and black. It's like, I could be wrong. I don't think okay. any other flag has those colors. It's not like red, white, and green, or red, white, and blue. Every dickhead in Europe was like, I've got a unique idea for a flag, and they all use the same colors. Mm. Idiots. Sorry. <laughs> A lot of flags are like inspired by other flags or whatever. Yeah, but it's like, like Netherlands and France and some other shit is just like red, white, blue stripe. Yeah. You know? Netherlands is a lot like Russia, right? I think so. Yeah, the that's flag? true. That's that's true as well. But it's also like France, but rotated. Mm. Anyway, and Ireland is, well, India has a thing in it, right? I don't know. Look, flags. India has a thing in it for sure. Look, the best flags are Albania. It's red with like some kind of cool black bird. Wales yeah, has a dragon. That is cool. Mm-hmm. Isle of Man has three bent legs stuck together. So it looks like a running wheel. And the New Jersey flag. It's okay. <laughs> okay, fine. The San Marino flag has a cool castle on it. And some something in Southeast Asia just has two triangles. Okay. Like that. oh, that's pretty cool. Anyway. Moving Are you on. like looking up all the flags, Mile? Yeah. Is it Nepal you're thinking of? I think it's Nepal, yeah. It's not a rectangle. That's pretty dope. It's just two triangles. They were like, why do we have to do a rectangle? Mm-hmm. Apologies you don't to have our to do Nepalese a listeners. I, I realize you're in South Asia. Mm. Not Southeast That's Asia, true. like some people. <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? Uh, the Filipino flag's pretty cool. It's okay. It's not just three stripes, at least. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Do you guys have favorite flags? No. Does anyone give a shit? I I like certain state flags, like the Colorado state flag. I think is cool. I could be wrong. No, I don't know what that looks like. Is is it just like a big beer can? Yeah. (laughs) No, it's got like a big C with a yellow in the middle, and then it's like the Tennessee flag with three stars is pretty cool. Oh yeah, you know I like the California one with the bear. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, 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 that yeah. one's cool. Okay. 
Yeah, that's good stuff. Uh, this email is from Chad. The subject line is Uncle Dio from Another World. Aloha, JJB Padohana. The last few weeks' episodes of Stone Ocean have been a little dry on new voices for me to obsessively research, so instead of that, I wanted to recommend another fun show on Netflix starring the voice of Dio himself, Takahito Koyasu. Uncle from Another World is a kind world is a kind of reverse isekai. Basically, a guy finds out his uncle, voiced by Takahito Koyasu, who's been in coma for 17 years, has woken up and he has to take him in. Well, turns out that uncle was also somehow transported to another world and lived out some insane adventures. Much wackiness ensues as uncle adapts to the modern real world and nephew learns more about his strange experiences. Things I really like about the show, besides subverting a ton of isekai tropes, include a ton of references to actual real-world brands like YouTube, and especially, especially Sega. Oh man, if you like Sega to any extent, go watch Uncle from Another World. You can thank me later. Anyway, I hope everyone is doing well. Mahalo, Chad. Thanks, Chad. Oh, there's a PS. I didn't scroll down. PS! Do you think it feels weirder to have FF repair a wound on you or to have a body part damaged by Hermes's kiss? PPS, F that toenail scene from this week's Stone Ocean <laughs> episode. I had to stop the show and take a moment before continuing the episode. Me, personally, I liked it. <laughs> you thought it was you thought it would be relieving to have that happen to you? No, I just thought it was great that it was in the television show that I was watching. Yeah. I hated it, but at the same time, I loved it. It's good. It's a creative way to hurt somebody. It hurt me. It was Aww. a creative way to hurt the the viewers. I agree with Chad. I don't think I had to stop, but I was like, ah! I think I was just making that noise while watching, and that was enough. But I've I've re- I've recalled it throughout the week and just been like, Bleh. those were email. Well, do we have anything else to respond to? I don't know, Chad. I, we can't we can't watch this this uncle show. It's it it. I'm I was a Nintendo household. Jackie was a Nintendo household. We can't do Sega. Kenny had a question about why Jolene is so good at karate, but we could talk about it. Yeah, Jolene probably shouldn't have a karate stance, but she seems like she probably knows how to scrap. Yeah. She knows how to squabble. Well, she was- Maybe they take lessons in prison. She was in juvie when she was a kid. They they flash back to that. So she was in juvie at one point. She She knows how to fight. She's been doing crimes. I don't know. Maybe she watches martial arts movies, and so she's like, let me try that shit. Or she just goes to do like a regular fists up and then she's like, well, I'm part Japanese. I should probably do karate flat hands. You know? Mm-hmm. Maybe she's like an annoying girl that like talks about how she's Japanese all the time and everyone's like, you don't even talk to your dad. And we live in Florida. And she's she, like, are these people gatekeeping her ethnicity? Yeah. I'm just picturing other white people like me. <laughs> oh, okay. That's what I like to do to people. I say, oh yeah, name 10 provinces of Japan. Go. Was one of you about to say something? No. <laughs> okay. I think I was going to say I would something never. I don't remember. Recording in this room feels like I intentionally put the right shoe on my left foot and the left shoe on my right foot, and I'm walking around pretending everything's okay, and it's not. All right. Those were emails sent to jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. Folks, something we forgot to talk about last week and we need to talk about every week is our Patreon. We've lost thousands of dollars since forgetting to mention Patreon last week. <laughs> this is not true, oh, but no. we don't make thousands of dollars off our Patreon. That would be better, but it's okay because 
We don't expect to make all that much money considering that if you go to patreon.com slash jjbpod, you can support us for as little as $1 a week. I mean, a month. Fuck. <laughs> you could do a dollar a week, I guess. But for just $1 a month, you get access to the JJB Pod Patreon feed, which includes Miles' weekly cultural reference newsletter, the occasional piece of cut content from that week's podcast episode, uh, and other stuff that I got bored and did. And for $3 a month, you get access to the same benefit, but also we will say thank you out loud on 99% of podcast <laughs> episodes like this. Thank you so much to Jacob, Blu-ray, Brian, mm. Nombre No Degas, <laughs> uh, Daniel, Dalton, Madison in it, Soliloquy. Ken Barron. Cassoon. Lord Zendar. Jumbo. K.E. Bloof. Dylan. Nocturnal. Mr. Jackpots. Caden. Austin. Tim. Tyler. Maiko. Camilla. And Chad. Yay. Thank you all so much Thanks, for supporting mates. us. <laughs> and thank you for suffering through Miles's. <laughs> no. Whatever. I, I think he had a head cold for this. I don't know what that was supposed to be. I'm all uh, right, bruv. Okay. Is he going to do this for the whole pod? I, I'm i going to go with a no because uh, if he does, he'll be deleted. Listeners, write in and tell us how good whatever accent that is. is. To me, it sounds like Australian and like some part of Britain. <laughs> no, I think it's supposed some to be. Some part of the UK. It's supposed to be English, but I I don't know. Write in and tell us what this accent is and if it's good. <laughs> anyway, so yes, please go to patreon.com slash jjbpod and tell us which offensive accent we should never do anymore. <laughs> Miles, they just lost a queen. <laughs> what? You're not allowed. Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. It's, it seems that our, uh, uh, our Twitter follower and listener, Sunset, was like, I might actually be wrong about those Blu-rays. It could be another fucking half year oh. until the third coup, the third th- throw, the third dump of slop into our anime troughs comes mm-hmm. out uh, and we get the rest of Stone Ocean. It could be a while based on its Blu-ray release date, uh, mm-hmm. which, uh, which sucks. And we're all powerless and we just have to take it, you know? Okay. You just gotta bite down on something and twist twist it off, you know? Whatever that means. Uh-huh. <laughs> so there's that we're up against. Um also I didn't know this. I know that for the, the current JoJo video game, All Star Battle R, that weather report is sort of leaked as coming, but they're also going to do a different version of Poochie. Because right now, the version of Poochie they put into this game is not really based on the original All-Star Battle version. It's like a spoiler-free version. And I kind of wonder if they did that on purpose. So that while this anime is coming out, they were like, don't worry, all of his moves don't reveal anything past the first half of the anime. Mm -hmm. Because he's supposed to have other stuff. I was playing, you know, because I stream a little bit on twitch.tv slash jjvpod. And I was using him in training mode, and I'm like, oh, yeah, he doesn't really have spoily stuff. That's interesting. I feel like there's more, you know, potential that they could do with the story and stuff. Uh, and apparently there is a lot there. They just didn't include it yet. But he'll be coming for free. 
Also, apparently FF is really fucking good in that game. The people who play it seriously think she's one of the best. Okay, cool. So FF heads rejoice. I saw some... Yeah, FF is popular, I think. People like that character. Yeah. How can you not like someone who uses two hands on a giant 7-Eleven big gulp? <laughs> For With any context. It's great. Yeah. It okay. is big. It is big. Should we move into the anime up? All right, let's do it. Who the hell is, uh, why is he named Westwood? Is oh, Westwood I told you this or like Woodward? Is it ago. Woodward or Westwood? Westwood. Okay. It's J.G. Wentworth. Okay. Uh, named it, I, I mentioned this two episodes ago, but it's Vivian Westwood, some lady. Vivian? Are yeah. Sure it's not Vivian. It might be Vivian. No, she's English. It's Vivian, in it? It's Vivian. <laughs> oh, God. Vivian. All right, you don't write anything about don't write anything about UK so we don't give Miles an in to use that voice. Vivian. So his name is Vivian. No. His name is Viviano. Oh, Viviano. Okay. That's okay. right. Okay. Conveniently, a lot of Italians down in Florida in, uh, in Arahi's They're all world. from New York. There oh, are a lot of Italians. That's okay. Yeah, they all retired at age 25. Yeah. To move down there. Yeah, so this is episode 16 of Stone Ocean. Called the Secret of Guard but, Westwood. But who's Westwood? The guy with the the stand. I know, but what's what's that named after? No, no, Vivian Westwood is this this woman's oh, it's name. Oh, that's the full name. Yeah, yeah, Vivian yeah. Westwood. Okay, okay, okay. Um, yeah, I wanted to. She's a designer. Yeah, fashion designer. There's a lot of fashion references, which are not as fun to me. But there's also some interesting musical references this week. Um, but I I meant to read the like stand comments from Araki just to like I hope nobody who like experienced Jojo thought boy I think you know the stand survivor is the greatest stand you know I hope no one like glossed over Dio's explanation of it because we as we know Dio thinks it's the weakest stand yeah or the worst stand yeah a chapter from this arc I think it's between chapters 60 and 65 of the original manga is just called, like, the worst stand in the world. Mm. And uh, here is Araki's notes on it from the Jojo Villar stand commentary section. Survivor. It crawls along the ground like a jellyfish and approaches you without being detected. Maybe it's because I was writing a prison story, but there's a lot of stands in part six that attack you psychologically, like ones that make you dream or ones that control your mind. Okay. And we didn't talk about the fact that survivor is the band that did the song eye of the tiger okay you know it right yes do you guys know what movie it's from oh is it um like rocky or something it's rocky 2 okay everyone thinks it's rocky but well, it's not. i don't know i've never seen either of those movies rocky one's pretty good <laughs> okay apparently rocky 2 is just I like i saw it on broadway there's wow. a broadway rocky yeah, there's a rock, Rocky. There was a Rocky the Musical. Not Rocky Horror Picture Show. No, not Rocky Horror Picture Show. No, this was Rocky <laughs> Drama Live Show. <laughs> is what he watched. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think they're like pretty a, bad. I, I can imagine. I can't imagine a boxing, but I don't know. I guess they've done it in. Imagine a man trying to sing with that accent. Oh, that's bad. Yeah. yeah they should have just oh. numbed his lips, given that real slow sound. <laughs> Um, Miles, does Survivor have any other songs besides Eye of the Tiger? I feel like they're a one-hit wonder, but often one-hit wonders have like a second lesser hit. I can't think of it. 
Yeah. Sounds like they didn't survive very long. Are you sure it wasn't named after the Destiny's Child song? I'm. It would have been better, I think. Maybe. No, I like the 80s band stuff. Okay. And I mean, if you think about it, like it tangentially, it is like a fighting situation, right? If it came from the Rocky II soundtrack, then it's about having that killer instinct to be a boxer. Yeah, but that's what Survivor, Survivor's kind of about that too. I don't know if it is. It is. It's about, I, I guess it's I about surviving through it all. That's not the same as wanting to beat the shit out <laughs> of someone. It's like, I'm not going to give up. And Jolene doesn't give up. They say that at the end. That Jolene, you know, she's she's someone who doesn't give up. I, she's, she just works harder. All right, I to, guess. To beat you up. By the way, I think the latest Beyonce album is my favorite one. Okay. I heard it. It samples some like it's, old house song and I was interested. It's very like dancey. It's very like fun. Mm. It's good stuff. Mm-hmm. All right. So what happens in this episode? What uh, happens? Jolene says, fuck, it's deep. Does she say that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. So it pretty much picks up right where we left off where there it's you know the start of fight club um there's a guard there because he was the first one to beat the other guy um there's a bunch of fun looking characters with weird outfits that you think like oh maybe they're going to be important because they they do look like jojo (laughs) characters yeah the guard looks the least like a jojo character that's true yeah because i think he isn't even the weird looking one i think the weird looking one died yeah, I forget the other one's name with the fucking tortellini hair. But yeah. yeah, he like folded him up like a pretzel. But she spends the whole episode fighting this guy. Um, and he's just a dude. But he has a stand. So they... Uh, well, so it starts with him kind of being like, you, I can see you. I, no, actually, he's kind of talking to everybody. He's like, let's start the fight club. He's like, I can see all your dominant muscles. Like he can see through fucking x-ray i yeah. don't know if that's a it seems like everyone can do that now everybody in the fight club can yeah see. it seems like a power of survivor okay even though like dio did not describe it that way it seems like oh also everyone can see each other's muscles if he was hearing the story second or third hand i guess that would make sense right because yeah. everyone's dead yeah but yeah it seems like you, you want to fucking kill everything and you can see people's insides um then he's like welcome to fight club and uh, Jolene, meanwhile, is thinking about how, okay, well, there's probably a stand user among these guys, and I need to find that bone, and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, whoever it is, whoever this, st- oh, yeah, well, she's like, right, right, because she's like, there's a stand that's like making us fight or whatever, or something. And she's like, whoever it is, I'm going to kill them. And she's like, whoa, why am I so violent? What's up with me? Um, and I don't know, she kind of excuses it as her fighting spirit. Um, she doesn't seem like more violent in this fight than she did in other fights, though, I think. Yeah, not really. It's just from the onset, her being like, I gotta kill this guy. It's, that's <laughs> like, like, it just alarms her. Like, imagine if she got really sadistic and like straight up like, like, I don't know, like gruesomely murders him. But anyway, she doesn't do that. Spoiler um, alert, she does not quite do that. Um, so they fight. He can see her. She's th- on the ropes. That's why. Yeah. Later on, she is. So, like, they fight. He can see her threads, and he tells her this, that he can see her thread powers, and they're all kind of coming through her muscles and out into her fingers and stuff. And that should have tipped everybody off that this guy has a stand power, I guess, if he can also see the threads. Um, 
And she finds it suspicious, like they're fighting and she finds it suspicious that she's like, no normal human is capable of these moves. So she thinks that he is like unnaturally powerful. Um, She can see his muscles too. Other people are also fighting in the background. She keeps using her threads and uses them to fight. Um, So she, this is where it gets interesting. So she, she like, it seems like, okay, this is like an easy fight. I just need to like beat him and then I'll move on to the next person to see if I can, you know, find that bone or whatever. So she, she goes, she like, or she starts to like aura him, like aura, 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 aura. And when she's about to like give the finishing blow, she gets shot in her elbow and that stops her fighting. Like not shot, but like her elbow just like bursts. It, there's just a hole in it. Yeah. Just like a chunk in her lower bicep, lower tricep. Yeah. It's pretty, like, gro- it's pretty just, gross. It just like explodes. Both her and her stand are hurt. Um, and she's like, whoa, what was that? And then like you see the uh, the disc pops out of his head and then goes back in his head. I don't know why that happens. I don't know. Is it like if you get knocked unconscious with a disc stand, like you, your body is like, you do not need this. Like it goes to eject it only when you're totally immobilized. Because I I was watching this. I was like, oh, that was a short fight. I guess like if you drop a CD, if you drop a CD player, like the, the, it it kind of ejects, right? No. (laughs) It doesn't? No, I don't think so. Okay. I guess if you dropped it hard, the the lid might pop open if it's one of those lid ones, but. Okay. I don't know. know. Should we get a stereo and throw it? Should we test it? So were you guys able to guess what this power was that blew up her elbow? No. I did not remember this stand okay. from when I read this comic. And I, yeah, I was not able to guess. It did not come back to me. Mm. It's cool. Though. I, was, I wasn't sure he had a stand. I Yeah, I agree. I think it's a cool stand. Yeah. It's a good Araki setup of like, here's a science fact. And then here's how I apply that to Jojo. We yeah. don't need to go into it yet, though. Yeah. So she's like freaking out because she's losing a ton of blood and like a chunk of her elbow is missing. The guard goes on a monologue about how beautiful her muscles are and something about the thread. She uses the thread to sew up her elbow wound. They keep fighting. She punches him and she sees his stand. So she sees like the, you know, that the like humanoid manifestation of his stand briefly. Um, And... I don't know. She keeps using her thread in creative ways to like fight. Um, to like at one point she is kind of holding up her thread, and he punches, and she uses that to move his punch so that it doesn't hit her face, and it just hits the air. I don't know. You know what I'm talking about? This is like Miles. Isn't this like a Jeet Kune Do philosophy kind of thing? I guess. I don't know. I thought it was neat. I don't know. I, I don't know enough about Jeet Kune Do. I just think that it's like uh, there's a martial arts principle where you can use the other your attacker's like force. You can mm-hmm. just sort of redirect it. Yeah, that's what kind of what she's doing. She redirects it. Yeah, this by the way is a counter move she has in uh, in All Star Battle R. Okay. She oh. she just hangs her thread. I think it's like down down attack or some shit, and then she counters. Are you good it. at it? Uh, so I was wondering, it was it was pretty cool to see that happen in the anime and be like, I've seen that. It's just like one of my Japanese video games. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, I think that is true, though, the idea that you could just deflect it a little bit. Because yeah. if you try to guard every punch, like to stop its motion, 
you're going to take a lot of damage and it's going to take a lot of force for you to do that. But if you're just able to dodge or deflect it a little bit, then, you know, you should be able to, uh, you know, hit the other parts of your attacker. Kick him in the balls. I don't know. Yeah. Um, she then, you know, they fight whatever. She 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 uses her thread to tie up his hands like like they're like she like her thread is handcuffs. He oh yeah, she gets so so she gets him he has his hands are tied. She puts his shirt, I think. I don't know if it's a shirt, it looks like a blanket or something. She puts his shirt over <laughs> his eyes. She puts a blanket on him. <laughs> over his oh, like over his head. And she's like, she thinks she she won because he can't see. Now it's like, oh, he can't see her. He can't see where she is. His hands are tied up like she's about to beat the shit out of him. And then she gets shot. Not shot. I keep saying shot because that's what it looked like. To it me. looks like some sniper is shooting her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, her a, a chunk of her leg is blown up. Um, and I think it's her shawl that she puts on him. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. I think it's her prisoner garb. Oh, okay. Thingy. Um, it's like her jacket, her coat. Okay. Then he puts, so so now she's wounded again. He puts her in a headlock. They, I don't know, they keep talking and stuff. I don't, like they, they talk and they fight at the same time. <laughs> and he points out that she, he's like, oh, but you could do da 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 da. And he's like, you could grab my balls right now, which I would be okay with in he's a like, different in any situ- other situation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which, like, yeah. I don't know why I'm telling you this, but this leaves my balls vulnerable. And it's like, what are you doing? It's also, I don't know, that's not the first thing I think about. It's a totally different type of grab. You wouldn't yeah. be like, you could squeeze my nuts as hard as possible right now, which normally I would enjoy because I'm a fucking freak. <laughs> this guard is like in UFC too. He knows all these like cool holds. Yeah, he does do some kind of complicated hold. I was surprised we didn't get like an Araki breakdown about how this oh, yeah. jujitsu hold will block your breathing. Yeah, because he, he first it was like a headlock type thing and then and then he was like, okay, now, but if I adjust my weight here, now I'm... Blo- I'm um preventing your i'm i'm i don't know he's putting pressure on her shoulder and that's preventing her from being able to punch him with her right hand or something like that but, but then he's like oh but my balls by my balls are vulnerable but then she goes to grab his balls and he's like but i can guard that too and he sort of like pops up in the air and then he puts himself yeah. into a prone position you can get a breakdown on all this mma stuff on uh, joe rogan's recap of jojo's <laughs> yeah the only way i would listen to that podcast <laughs> And even then, probably not. Yeah, because it'd be like three hours long. That's that's not my problem with that show, but whatever. Oh, really? You could also just watch. <laughs> yeah, really. You could also just watch this JoJo's episode instead of listening to us. You could. Anyway, anyway, um, so she, I don't know, she she puts her threads in his head, like she puts, her, she sticks them in her ear, in his ear. She punctures his eardrum. Yeah. Yeah. Ouch. But then she, I think she starts to kind of figure out what's happening because there's the narrator tells us about some space rocks that come to Earth occasionally um, and that his, you know, something about if they come down fast enough at the right angle, they can hit the Earth's, they can penetrate the Earth's atmosphere or something. I guess the idea is like if they're going in at too shallow an angle, then they'll just burn up. Mm-hmm. in the atmosphere but if they were to be pulled straight down towards the earth fast enough then they wouldn't yeah yeah then they wouldn't have time to burn up and so yeah. he's just sort of like a magnet for meteors basically but they never hit him yeah they always burn up before they get to the user um meanwhile um ff and anna Sui are trying to get to the maximum security part of things 
because remember, Anasui wants to marry Jolene, and <laughs> he's like, if I fight for her, then she'll marry me, because that's how that works. Um, and FF is like, you know, they might, uh, White Snake might have sent multiple stand users uh, to the ultra security house unit. Ultra security house unit may have sent multiple stands to that uh, wing. So she's like, you know, you know, because that might have happened. And it's like, this is Araki, like, just making sure that we know that, yeah, there's multiple sand users here. <laughs> um, and. Then he's just like, well, whatever. I'm going to marry Jolene. Yeah. And she's like, what does that even mean? And then we cut back to Jolene and um, uh, Jolene tries to, you know, she's like. Oh, right, because she has her threads in his head. She has her threads in his head, and she uses the th- that to, like, kind of pull him towards where the meteors are heading. So that way, it's like, oh, it'll hit him, but it doesn't hit him because it burns up before She does this, him. like, twice. She tries to get him hit by his own meteors twice, and I think that is foolish. Um, but she uses her threads to rip the skin off of his toe, which does work, and it hurts a lot. Ouchie. And it looks like it hurts a lot. Yeah. It's like, you know that one scene in Black Swan that makes you think, I don't know if I want to watch Black Swan, where she peels her nail, she peels the skin, and it keeps going. It's like that, mm-hmm. but it's cartoons, so it doesn't hurt as bad. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's anime. C- cartoons. Yeah, and so gu- the guard at this point is like, you are too we-. Like, I think she gets hit again at this point. I don't know. But the guard is like, you're too weak to defeat me. Like, I just need to hit you one more time with one of these meteors and you're done. Like, you know, you're you're acting tough, but you're you're on your last uh, whatever on your last thing. Yeah. You seem like you can take four meteors, (laughs) four meteorites. Well, he can also see all her muscles and stuff. That's true. Yeah, because we see his muscles turn black at some point. Yeah, that's later. Because she fucked something up. Oh, is it later? Well, he can see that her muscles are fucky. I don't know. Um, yeah, he's he can see all the gashes in her. Um, he's like, this last one is going to be the goodnight kiss. Um, and yeah, she's she she gets into like a fighting stance, and he's like, you're bleeding out. You can't attack. You don't stand a chance. I can see your muscles rotting and dying. Okay, so he sees her muscles rotting and dying. Um, and then he's like, oh, okay, come on, take a swing at me. I'll tie my hands around my back. I'll close my eyes. You know, so he's like super cocky about it. He's like, oh, okay, you're kind of bluffing here. But yeah, all right, car- fine. Take a swing at me. You should never trust when someone is like, oh, I'll be totally defenseless. Don't worry. Yeah. That means they're not totally defenseless. Like okay. that time that guy chased us in high school. I don't want to tell the whole story because it's long, but this guy chased us in his car and we kept getting at red lights and he would pull up and be like, you can call the police. I just want to talk to you guys. Just oh come out God. and let's just talk. And then we just like, we're like, uh, and we kept driving in the next stoplight. He's like, look, you can call the cops. They'll come and they'll put the cups on me. And I was just like, I don't know what this guy has, but it's not good. Mm-hmm. Anyway, if the story didn't end that way, it was fine. No one got hurt. Okay. But if someone says, oh, well, I just want to talk to you. You can even call the police. Something's up. Yeah, that's scary. That's yep. so powerful. Yeah. Uh, the spoiler kind of is that his dad was like an, a, a, a former cop in the area. Oh, so that's why he's like, oh, yeah, call the police. Call call my dad. And then while I'm beating up these children, police will show up and be like, hey, Richie, or whatever his fucking yeah. name was. Mm. <laughs> that's right, corruption. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we were too smart for that man. 
<laughs> anyway, yeah. Jolene, meanwhile, sees that little short guy, the weird looking guy. The little short guy. The little short guy. Yeah, what's his name? It's like a very, it's is it's sort of like a Japanese name. I they haven't. I don't think they've said the name in the anime. Yeah, I know, but I remember saying it last week. Okay. Well, he's like... Po- oh, no, no. It's a different guy who has no name. Oh, really? The Jojo Wiki just calls him Little Prisoner. <laughs> he has like muscles and stuff, but he's like just like poking the bone and then he takes it with him. Um... And she's like, oh, I need to get that bone. So she starts to go after him. And the guard's like, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> We're not done fighting. So the guard attacks her. Um, and That she- would be the funniest, by the way, way for a stand fight to end is like they're just both pretty wounded. <laughs> and he's like, go on, attack me. And then the Jojo gets distracted. Yeah. And he's just like, hey, wait. And then like instead of retired popping up on him, it just says ignored. <laughs> <laughs> like forgotten about. Yeah. But that's not what happens here, is it? It is not. So she kind of puts her back up against the wall. He comes towards her and he's like, you can't, you know, put your back against the wall to avoid the meteors, whatever, whatever. So um, she starts saying something to her self about something about one prisoner sees the walls and the other sees the stars through the bars. Something like that. Um, Yeah, where's, what is this from? It's like she's saying like, I think this is her just being like she's not going to give up and accept fate and that Mm -hmm. the prisoner who's given up just sees the inside of a prison wall but a prisoner who has not given up sees beyond the walls. So Mm. she doesn't just see meteors coming to kill her and a wall with no escape. She sees a solution. Okay. I was just wondering if that was like a Morgan Freeman dialogue from Shawshank. No, but when she does say uh, puts my back up against the wall she is referencing Sunday Bloody Sunday by you 2 That's not true. Mm. moving on so she's like I'll do whatever it takes to get to white snake but she says pale snake because it's because translations anyway and she's like of course I'll see the stars until I see my father again Um, and so I guess I don't know he was the guard was distracted at some point and she took his boot off which it feels like a very like well, I don't I know think Jojo we, part one or two thing we do see her take his shoe off we see her do it. I believe you see an animation of his like shoelaces being untied and stuff. I think it's when he is holding her from behind when he's like choking her. Okay. I think she does that. Well, suddenly she's like, huh, you didn't notice, but I took your shoe off his boot. Um, and the meteor's coming. She catches the meteor in the boot. And I think her threads are in there too. Maybe the boots on fire. And she like is able to, she kind of manipulates the velocity or the, the, where the, where it's going so that it hits him but it's the boot that hits him not the meteor because the meteor blows up but the shoe is already like coming real fast yeah it's basically like the meteor's going to hit her and she manages to use his boot to not only protect herself but to use that as like a newly powered projectile so that it hits him because she's too weak to, to swing at him at this point so now this burning shoe kicks him in the face and his face is on fire um, and then her stand comes out and delivers the final blow and she punches the shit out of him. Okay, it's not it's not that weak and tired. It can still beat him up. Because yeah. we gotta have a satisfying finish. Yeah. We can't have him just yell, who throws a shoe, honestly, and then lose. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, because he's at the end, he's just like, she refuses to give up. It's not fair. That bitch beat me. Ah. He's like falling into a hole, right? Is it a hole? 
Like, aren't they on like the second floor of a of a? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, where, where are they? A it's gymnasium? like a. It's at least a stairwell or something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I and mean, that's how it ends. So, what's going to happen next episode? Is she going to fight another guy? And then, Do you think he's dead? Uh, I don't know. He was talking to himself when he got when he fell into this hole or whatever. It did say match over, which is, I don't know. I guess he's means the match is over. Yeah, I don't think he's dead. Okay. Which would make sense, because if he died, then her being like, whoa, I can't believe I want to kill someone kind of rings hollow. Mm-hmm. It would be funny, though, if like accidentally, oops, I was under Survivor and I just murdered a man. If that was just like, well, too bad that happened. Well, how would she keep herself from doing it if... Like she's uncontrollably angry because of this stand. Well, I think part of it is that she's too fucked up at this point. So she probably can't do any murders, but maybe all the water dried up. Or maybe he fell on the survivor stand user. I don't know. What do you want from me, Miles? I, I'm just asking questions. Can I ask you guys some questions? Okay. I have yeah. before me the rules of Fight Club. Okay. Uh, which, by the way, there's eight rules. I didn't realize that. Um, mm-hmm. I want you to tell me if they obey these rules of Fight Club in this anime. Mm-hmm. The first rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club. We don't know yet. We don't know if they talk about Fight Club outside of Fight Club. You don't know. They're because they're in prison, so they can't spread the word, really. Well, but what if Jolene went back to, like... If she tells FF about Fight Club, then then she broke that. She breaks that rule, you know? Okay. Let's go to a separate rule. Number two, you do not talk about Fight Club. That one will yes. see. <laughs> Miles gives a decisive yes on that one. I, they kind of talk about it to each other, so I guess. <laughs> the third rule of Fight Club, if someone yells stop, goes limp, or taps out, the fight is over. Mm. I, it's, I don't know if that that happened. People have yeah. got, have, I feel like, well, maybe not limp, limp. Okay. Well, it does say yeah, match over. They should if your if your disc pops out, it should also be <laughs> match over. Yeah, Tyler Durden <laughs> should have said that. I he, he did kill the other guard, so he's probably limp when that happened. Or did was there a killing blow? I can't remember. I don't know. The Fight Club rules don't say don't kill anybody. <laughs> uh, I think the match is supposed to be over before you kill somebody. Yeah, well, that's the thing is it does say the match is over. It doesn't mm-hmm. say retired or dead or whatever the fuck. Mm. The fourth rule, only two guys to a fight. Mm. There were only two people fighting. But one is not a guy. One's Jolene. Yeah, but but but, but she's, a, she's a guy. You know, the gender neutral guys. <laughs> I don't know. Because in the, in the movie Fight Club, they're all dudes. Yeah, but does anybody say no women allowed? Yeah, they yeah, say I don't think rock. that's what they meant. I think it was just about the numbers. Okay. I think they, it seems, we don't know what else is happening. They wouldn't have started fighting. Like, like if, if two guys, yeah, I guess like she wouldn't be part of the fight club if women weren't allowed in the fight club, you know? Yeah. If you were in this part of the prison, you're in the fight club. Yeah. But this is a brawl. So I think it violates the rule anyway, even though we've, we're only seeing these two fight. Well, that's the thing, Miles, is the fifth rule is one fight at a time, fellas. Oh, yeah, that they broke that for sure. I think they, they break it, too. Yeah. The sixth rule, the fights are bare knuckle. No shirt, no shoes, no weapons. No, nah, they definitely had shirts and stand weapons. And shoes. A shoe figured prominently into this fight. Yeah, that's true. 
<laughs> the shoe. The shoe was a weapon. She was just trying to make him obey the rules. She was trying to take his boots <laughs> off. Okay, that rule is also violated. Seventh rule, fights will go on as long as they have to. It seems that way. Yeah. It was neatly wrapped up within one episode. But no one no one had a clock that went ding, ding, ding. I do. Uh, Well, wait. One more rule. Okay. And the eighth and final rule, if this is your first time at Fight Club, you have to fight. I they, think that's true. Everybody did have to fight. It seems that Except way. Except that little bone man. He didn't seem to be fighting. Maybe he thought his opponent was the bone. <gasps> little bone man. The little bone man. He's a little bone man. All right, let's take a break. And then we'll come back and talk some more. Okay, we are back. Hey. I wanted to talk more about Fight Club. I was hoping this would be more Fight Club-y, and it wasn't at all. It was just like called Fight Club, but it it didn't really reference the movie at all. Yeah, it was more Baki-ish, as as Chad said. Was that Chad? No, that was Kenny. Which one was Baki? Baki is the one with the really brolicky, violent guys who would just like come up with the most brutal ways to hurt each other. Okay. And it's the one where they like free a bunch of like mass murderers and the most evil, scary guys. And then one guy gets like electrocuted in the middle of it, but lives. Mm. These guys are just like invincible. Okay. Um, And it's the one where the guy jumps into like the fifth floor of a classroom to confront somebody. Mm. It was pretty cool. Uh, Maybe I should watch that show. Yeah, it's very gory. Um, yeah, I don't know. This feels like Araki, like his weird lens of like Japanese guy who thinks that teenage kids should look at fashion model drawings mm-hmm. and stuff. Like his weird like prism brain of of being like, oh yeah, Shrek, a suspense film. <laughs> this makes sense to me that this is, he's like, this is Fight Club. <laughs> this is what that movie was. Yeah, we're fighting. So but it's I do, Fight Club. I do like this fight. It makes Jolene look very cool, uh, and very tough because she gets like three chunks taken out of her. And it's a, it's a. We got a nice mysterious stand. I like when the stands are mysterious, and she has to try to figure out like, yeah, you know, the Joe, the whoever it is, the Joe. The stand bro is very to, weird looking. Yeah, his stand is almost just like muscles, it's but like, like an inside out person. Yeah, but it's like muscles for like a fucking alien. Yeah. Do you guys? Did you guys catch the name of the stand? No. I think Miles did. Uh, Guys, it was in the email. <laughs> you guys don't know the name of the stand? No, I don't remember. Wow. Okay, the stand <sighs> is called Planet Waves. Okay. In English or in Japanese? Both. Okay. Miles, do you know what that's a reference to? I do not. Planet Waves? Yes. I think I said that right. I don't know. All right. Well, I'm pretty sure it's a Bob Dylan album. Yeah. It's a Bob Dylan album, and it is the album that contains the song Forever Young, which I did not realize Rod Stewart was doing a cover of, basically. I didn't realize that either. Yeah, apparently it's pretty different, but it is a cover of the Bob Dylan song that's off the album Planet Waves. Okay, it probably sucks. (laughs) Don't you like Bob Dylan? I like, like, I really like, like, three Bob Dylan songs, but for the rest... Of his catalog. I can't get over his like. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking of Neil Young that you like. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, I really like Neil Young. I Much better is his voice that's like. <laughs> yeah, one is like. <laughs> and the other one is like. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. 
Jackie, you laugh, but we just nailed those impressions. Okay, and I, you could I, tell I, which I, one is obviously worse, right? Yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> okay, well, Jackie, what do you like better? Like, uh... Or... I guess the second one. Really? Okay, Jackie's a Bob Dylan fan. <laughs> Interesting. I? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. I don't know what any of this is. Yeah, so there's an album called Planet Waves that apparently Forever Young is from. I don't really like any Rod Stewart song. Maggie May is closest to being a song I can listen to, but I'll check out the Bob Dylan version, obviously. Um, Fun thing about this stand name, though. This stand in the weekly release, because as you guys may have caught on, Araki updates things. He changes the name of the chapters. Uh, doesn't really change the drawings too much. Sometimes changes the dialogue, like Jolene is no longer homophobic or whatever. In the weekly Shonen Jump version of this comic, this guy's stand, he never says it. If you, if you recall, he never says, like, my stand, planet waves. It's just like a thing written in between chapters. Mm-hmm. His stand is called Earth, Wind, and Fire in the weekly Shonen Jump release. Da, 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 da. Oh, okay. Can you guys think of why he would rename the stand? Maybe because he didn't like the album or whatever? The thing it was originally named after? No, he renamed it because he already used Earth, Wind, and Fire for a stand name. It's Mikitaka's oh, oh, stand. Oh, 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 okay. Well, Mikitaka's stand? Question mark slash alien powers because we never see a fucking stand on that guy. He writes it with different katakana, but... It's still he pretty much already used Earth, Wind, and Fire. I've oh. I've been noticing this more with when I was reading part eight and checking the notes every chapter, but he does this. He'll be like, This stand is called one thing. This is a Rihanna song. Never mind, it's a Lady Gaga song. Mm. And you're just like, uh, okay, I guess I guess you needed to do that. So yeah. This was uh a huge downgrade in musical clout. I think we're all in agreement to go from Earth, Wind, and Fire mm-hmm. to Bob Dylan is kind of eh. Yeah. Anyway, and especially and, in September. Oh yeah. Earth, Wind, and Fire kind of makes sense because there's a, it's like a meteor hitting Earth. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a meteor. It's, yeah. it's Earth, shoe, and fire. Yeah. A meteor. Yeah. It's a meteorite. No. It's a, a meteoroid. Meteoroid is what comes to Earth. Oh. Is that? I guess that's true because asteroid also. I think. And a hemorrhoid comes out of your ass. Right. That's. I think it stays attached. Yeah, it's it's on okay. it's on your it's on your asshole. But a he- okay, a hemorrhite would shoot out of your butt <laughs> and hit the earth. Mm-hmm. Okay, yes. Jackie liked that one. Yeah, that's that's. Right. Uh, I do think Planet Waves is a cool name, though. Even if I bet I won't like this album, I think that's a cool because you know, like waves are caused by the moon, right? By tides. So, like, should have called it Planet Rock. Oh yeah. That would have been cool. Bye. Africa Bombada. That's right. Bum, bam, bum. Is that what I'm thinking of? Yeah. Bum, bam, bam, ba, dam, ba, ba, Doesn't it start ba, with like him like through a robot voice going like, can y'all get monkey or something? Yeah. That shit is so cool. All right. So I want to read to you now Araki's comments on this stand from Jojo Veller. Planet Waves. At this point, multiple stands show up at the same time. So there's a strong mystery element. Its host is just a walking lump of muscle. For the stand, I thought it would be weird if meteors fell from the sky. That's all. <laughs> he wrote that's all. That's all. That's all, you know, that's all. Um, I do I do really like when two stands kind of work together, even if it's not conscious here. I do like that it's like, well, Survivor is making everyone f- 
freaked out and strong and stuff. And this guy has meteors coming down. Mm-hmm. I always like when stands work at the same time. That's cool. Anyway, do you guys have any overall thoughts on this episode? I liked her little pose at the end of the episode. What was the pose? Oh, I don't remember. Uh, you want me to do it? Yeah, do the pose, Miles. We can't see it. I did it. The listeners can't see it. <laughs> Just she did a little victory pose at the end, and it's good for a JoJo to do poses. Does she throw her butt out like Josuke? No, it felt more like like a V stance, you know, like her legs were widespread. I don't know. I can't describe it. Okay, because when you say V, I just picture her on her back, spreading her legs open. That's that's ridiculous. You mean an A? Yes. That'd be a funny way to celebrate you won. <laughs> Get on your back and just go. <laughs> just be prone. Anyway. Yeah, I think once again, this is like quintessential JoJo, that it's got all the elements that need to be there. I think it's funny that it is not really like Fight Club at all, except for the fact that it's people fighting together in a place. Any group of people fighting is a fight club, (laughs) just like any group of crows is a murder. Mm. I guess that's a good point. A a gaggle of JoJo's. Should we we watch Fight Club uh, for this podcast? No, (laughs) I don't. Fight Club is a movie. I would rewatch it. Yeah. But I think that I've seen it enough times. I have definitely seen it enough times, but at the same time, it's been a while. And I wonder it? if I'll feel differently about it now than I did like in high school yeah. when I was like, yeah, this is what my What if we shit. watched it and compared it to JoJo's? Uh, like everything about it. <laughs> like everything about it. This is feeling like a blog I used to run <laughs> where things that don't need to be compared are compared. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. We should read... Uh, uh, Diesel, whatever that American ripoff of JoJo was. That's what we should compare. Okay. We'll see. Anyway. Uh, if you just want to watch Fight Club, we can watch Fight Club. I want to watch for this podcast specifically. No, Jackie. Okay, fine. It's got to be anime. We watched Shrek once. That was anime. Shrek is an anime. <laughs> That's true. Okay. In Japan, Shrek is an anime. <laughs> we watched one live action movie and it was JoJo. Okay. All right. I think we're done. I think we're done. Yeah. Listen, folks, we should talk about what we're going to do next week because it's watch another episode of this fucking Yeah, anime. it's watch the very next episode. Shocker. Episode 17, right? Yep. Two in the pink. What? No. Oh, shocker. Oh. I was sitting here thinking of when I was 17 and Miles says something vile. <laughs> what were you thinking about when you were 17? No, the song like when I was 17. Oh. It was a very good episode of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Colin Stone Ocean. Uh, okay. <laughs> next week's episode, number 17, is called Enter the Dragon's Dream. Is Enter, Enter the Dragon, isn't that a... Uh, I feel like that's a... Um, it's a Bruce Lee movie. Okay. It's mostly a Bruce Lee movie, but Jackie it's, is probably thinking... There's, it's a Cisco album, isn't it? That's right. Something About the Dragon is a Cisco album. It might be Enter the Dragon... It's something. You know what? Maybe it's Thong the Dragon. (laughs) It's Unleash the Dragon. Ah, there you go. I think he's not talking about a dragon. I think you're right. I think he's talking about the can of silver hair dye that he pours on his head. Yeah, the the episode is called Enter the Dragon's Dream, but they localize it for English speakers to be Enter the Drake's Dream. The Drake! Which either is just a different word for dragon or it's about uh, Drake 
the shitty Canadian rapper. Anyway, Aubrey, what's his name? Aubrey man pretending to be Caribbean. Aubrey Graham. And that's the same Aubrey Graham. Yeah. What'd you say? He pretends to be Caribbean Uh, only on some songs. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, and he calls himself like champagne poppy tries. He pretends to be Dominican too. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He did pay tribute to his Jewish side by having a bar mitzvah in one music video though. So I do have to respect that, that he's not totally hiding who he is, but (laughs) Oh, happy new year, by the way. Thank you, Miles. I will. Shana Tova. The Shana Tova. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't even Shana. remember when Rosh Hashanah is, but it's very soon. I think it was this past weekend. Block. <laughs> I, there's nothing to do. I feel bad, but my dad was like, do you need any? He's like, are you going to come to services? You don't need any, me to get you any tickets, right? I'm like, no, nah, we're good nah, this year. Okay. Like every year, we're good. Uh, what year yeah, go is out. it anyway? Like a like fifty eight million years. I don't. Yeah, what, what, uh, at a certain point, you no longer want to celebrate. You know, September twenty fifth through twenty seventh. No, so it just started. Oh okay. Uh, it's five thousand seven hundred eighty three. Hell yeah! A very good year. Yeah, um, this is gonna be your year, Jews. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, <laughs> we've done all right. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Um, we'll talk to you next week when we watch episode 17 of Stone Ocean. Go have some apples and honey and think about what a sweet new year you're going to have. Uh, and then 10 days later, feel really bad for all the bad shit you did, please. Uh, other than that, twitter.com slash jjbpod is how to reach us with tiny thoughts. Uh, if you want to see us play video games, go to twitch.tv slash jjbpod. And yeah, if you have email thoughts, if you want to explain, uh, you know, Cisco albums to us, jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com is the place to send the email. Have a great week. Don't get your ass kicked. Bye. Bye.